Javanchi bikers with the raf rips, Balmon, Badman, Bathing Ape on my dick. Whew, man. The Downbaz Power Hour has returned, folks. Episode number 64 coming at you today. First solo episode in almost a month. Hope everybody is doing well. I hope you guys all enjoyed the guest episodes. They, <coughs> my goodness, certainly did well. Uh, for me, so that was great, uh, and of course, thanks to Tom, uh, Bridget, Maya, and uh, Robert for all coming on. That was uh, much appreciated. It made the uh, winter a little less dull because uh, there wasn't really a lot that went. On. Uh, there was, but not every week there would have been something to talk about. So, um, you know, hey, we went three for four. Um, one of the episodes did get canceled because there was some. You know, one of my guests canceled, and there were tech difficulties with the backup one, so it's okay, it happens, but uh, just just thankful for everybody for uh, just continuing to tune in and, and checking all this out, because it's, it's fun stuff. But for those of you who are new here, hi, my name is William Bazone. everybody calls me Baz, this is my podcast, a comedic show about life, if you will. Um, just just a fun, ch- fun time to kind of uh, chat, and obviously it's very cold outside and snowy and, and icy, so... Uh, go get yourself um, a nice cup of cocoa, curl up, cuddle up, whatever you want to do, and, and listen to me yap for about a half hour here uh, about my life. Um, as always, my links are down in the description. That includes my personal Instagram, my podcast Instagram. Make sure you're following that if you want to see some cool outfits. Fit pics are coming back in 2024. Uh, thank you, Tom, for uh, holding me to that. And um, my personal Twitter is down there as well. Uh, it's kind of now a, a more of a work Twitter. I don't really like post as many j- jokes anymore. Um, but it's still there if you want to follow it. And uh, my YouTube channel, yes, fun fact, I was formerly a Z-list YouTuber. Uh, that will be on my uh, tombstone when I die. And I will uh, live by that for as long as I live. Um, as if there would be anything else I could do. But yes, all those links will be down in the description. So let's get into the last four weeks. What have I been doing? What have I been up to? A lot of things, actually. Well, not a lot, but I don't even know. This break was just um, kind of a kind of weird, you know. Um, I didn't really like do a lot personally. Like, you know, I didn't really get to see a lot of friends. I didn't really get to do. You know, I didn't really go anywhere. I didn't really do anything. It was just mostly like a Groundhog Day. Like I'd get up, I would like work out. I would like scroll on YouTube, scroll on the internet, and you know whatever I could do to kind of pass the time. But uh, of course, there were some some fun things. Of course, so I got home uh, almost oh, a little over a month ago now. Uh, as we um, look at the date here, uh, it's Tuesday when I'm recording this. And to think, almost a year ago was the consultant last year's award winner for best episode. That's pretty fucking crazy. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I was home for a little almost a month. Um, and yeah, those days did feel pretty long after a while. Um, so first of all, uh, I came home, the first couple days were pretty chill, but then I went to a Browns game. Of course, the Bazone Bowl, uh, my dad, my brothers, and myself all went to a game last year, and we're like, oh, let's make this a tradition and, and go to a game and whatever. So we, we, we played the Bears, so of course that was very fun, seeing how I go to school in Chicago, and my, my friends are Bears fans, and they're, they're talking shit, and you know, whatever, so... We uh, kind of did a cardiac kids uh, miracle and came back to win uh, the game, and it was very fun. It was exciting, a good crowd, a good afternoon, and uh, just just nice to kind of go see my, my favorite team play, um, which was uh, very fun. So uh, that was pretty much a highlight for me over break, or at least one of them. 
Um, and yeah, obviously, as you guys have seen, the Browns are out of the playoffs now. Uh, Joe Flacco's uh, uh, Linsanity run came to an end. Uh, and of course, on Saturday, you uh, bet your bottom dollar. I was at Old Crow. Um, and yeah, it's kind of sad because that's for multiple reasons, I guess. Because the first is it's my last time probably going there. Unless I go for like a Cavs game or a Guardians game, if they do any of those, uh, which I might, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, it's just kind of sad, you know, because that was just like a big part of like my Sundays for two years now, and it was just, you know, for me even just being there, it wasn't really fun. Usually, like if I'm sitting at a table, it's whatever, right? Like I'm usually alone, but at least like I don't look like an idiot or out of place or, or whatever. Um, but you know. Of course, like, I'm kind of like, oh, I'll just get there at my normal time. Everything will be great, yada, yada. And uh, I look on their social media accounts, and it's 1 o'clock, and the restaurant's almost full. And I'm like, holy shit. And keep in mind, I wasn't going with anybody. Two of my buddies were working. Another one of my buddies was in Buffalo. So it's like, oh, now I'm kind of, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, pushing people to come. I'm like, please, God, will somebody come with me? Because I kind of, in the back of my mind, knew this. It's like, it's probably going to be packed. I'm probably not going to get a seat. But if I'm here with somebody, it kind of looks a little less out of place, if you will. So uh, that didn't happen, though. So I got there probably about 2 o'clock, 90 minutes before the game, which is usually when I'll get there for a late kickoff. But um, this was huge. I mean, it was chaotic. It was just like, you know, like I was just basically like, I'm not getting food. I'm just getting a couple beers and leaving. And honestly, if I bought a six pack of Christmas ale, I would have spent less than I did on two beers. Um, so that's, it's very unfortunate. Um, but you, you know what? It was good to be there and good to enjoy it for a little bit. And might I add, I got to meet Brown's legend, Webster Slaughter, 1989 all pro. I have his autograph sitting on my desk. I got a photo with him. It was, he was a nice guy. I mean, obviously, like, I wasn't like, oh, my God, it's it's Webster's Law. It's like, not like I grew up watching this guy, but it's like, it's a Browns legend, you know? And I was like, hey, thanks for coming. Can I get a photo with you? And he's like, yeah. Um, and it was cool. It was, uh, you know, obviously that, you know, being there was not fun. And I kind of broke tradition because, um, you know, it was halftime. It was not the best of games. We were not playing very well. And I, I in my mind, I just had a really bad feeling about the game. I'm like, I can't be here to watch this game because it's going to get miserable. And I left at halftime um, because I was like, I can't really do this anymore. And we ended up losing 45-14. to 14. Two consecutive pick sixes on consecutive drives. Oh, it was just absolutely chaotic. So I, I kind of left at the right time. It's almost like I can see the future. I am the consultant, guys. Come to me with with gambling uh, advice. Anyways, back to back to to winter break now. Enough about the Brown season because it's over. It was a very fun season to get to cover and be involved with the team. And next year, where wherever I might end up, um, yeah, that's it's uh, pretty much what I'm gonna do on Sundays. Uh, just watch Browns football in a new new place. Um, so after that, after the Browns game, you know, another week went by, and of course, my parents. Being who they are, they decided to call an audible and, you know, schedule a trip to go to New Jersey to visit my grandma and, you know, my mom's side of the family, basically, right? And we're only going for two days. And we're spending 25% of that 12 hours in a car. Obviously, it's probably about the same time to fly and drive there. But, you know what I mean? It's just like, why would you go for just a day, pretty much? Like, it just feels, like, pointless. You know, I just... Obviously, I wasn't going to make a big deal about it. You're seeing family, whatever, but 
it didn't really feel like it was a family trip, right? Because, like, we also got to go... They, my, my parents and my brothers, they got to go spend time with their family friends, right? And I was just kind of, like, left alone and, and isolated. And obviously, I don't want to make myself a victim. I, I certainly could have gone. I could have done this. But I just... I would, it's like, where do you feel out of place less, right? Is it with your, your grandma, who you're not really close with, but, like, you know, you're kind of forced to spend time with? And, you know, it's just it was just a hard position to be in. And I don't know. I just felt like I, I just wasn't really a part of that trip. Um, so you do what you got to do. But I went to... It was still good to see family, good to get out, and obviously go on and whatever. And then Christmas came and Christmas was nice. You know, I didn't really need too much this year. Um, just some smaller things that I got. Um, and just, just nice that people are still thinking of me and, and getting me gifts. Um, so yeah, you know, what would be a really good gift though. And, and speaking of which, um, we're about nine minutes in now. Um, and yeah, if you're, if you are liking the show so far, uh, make sure you leave a nice review on Spotify. We're down to a 4.4 user score. Who the fuck's giving me one-star reviews every time, guys? Come on now. Um, and obviously, if you have any feedback, Spotify's got the brand new What Did You Think of This episode feature. And, you know, you can always send me an email. That's downbaz, P-W-R-H-R at gmail.com. So always open to feedback how I can make this show better because, you know, it's just me yapping most of the time. So if there's something I could be talking about that you want me to talk about or whatever, um... I'm open to it. So, that was uh, New Jersey and uh, Christmas. So, I think really what kind of pissed me off was more or less like, and it was kind of an extension of that Jersey trip, was it's like, my parents kind of, you know, they're really big on like, you know, we, we, we want to do this because it's our time off. And I get it. They work they work pretty long hours. They work full time and that's great and that's grand and it's whatever. It's, it's their decision at the end of the day. But like... I, it's just they, they pick the worst time to go away or do anything or whatever. And it's like, like they, we left to go to the lake um, the day after Christmas, right? And we didn't get back until the third day of the new year. I mean, it's like that, like I only got to see one of my friends when I was home and that was for an hour working out at my home gym. That was it. Like I didn't see really any of my friends. I didn't really go anywhere. I didn't do anything. It was just like, I was more or less just like trapped in my room or anywhere, you know? And I just, I was kind of getting annoyed with that. Um, and it just, you know, obviously it was nice to be up there and kind of get away for a little bit. But like after a week, it's like, you're just like, I, I got to get home. I got to like, it's like I missed out on like seeing my friends. I missed out on like, you know, I got invited to go to Columbus for New Year's. And like, I, I just had to say no because it's like, I didn't really have much of a choice. You know, because it's like, oh, it's my last time home. I got to spend time with family. And I mean, shit, if, if that's really how I'm feeling and I don't really feel like I'm a part of things, it's like, why am I here? You know, it's like, I don't get it. Um, but again, I'm not going to spend this whole episode complaining. It was just, it, it's just very frustrating. I just did not really have the best break. And it's okay. I want to be honest and, and open with you guys, but I also don't want to be here complaining because people are just going to start clicking off. So um so obviously we're up at the lake spent new year there spent the new year there i I guess i should say we also went to canada for a day which was kind of cool um just uh that was like my first time like actually like stopping and doing something in canada um we went to like the outlets up in canada you know they have lululemon outlets in canada um i got this really cool team canada hoodie um that you can only buy in canada duh um, and the stuff was like pretty cheap, you know, it was all on sale. It's an outlet. So duh, it's going to be on sale, but you know, that was really cool. 
uh, was going to going to see that and just getting out and exploring the world a little bit. Um, yeah, Canada, it's, it's a cool place. I'd love to, to go there more. I remember my senior year of high school before uh, the lockdown happened, my friends and I were going to go to Montreal with my dad. Uh, and that was where because it was 18 to drink in Quebec. So we'd like, you know, just hang out and drink beer and, and whatever. But um, it never worked out. Um, and that was too bad. But Canada's cool. I like it. Obviously, like in, in Western Ontario and Southern Ontario, you know, there's not really much to get to Toronto. Um, so you're just kind of like driving through like a barren wasteland, basically. But, you know, and the, the towns themselves are nice once you get in them. There's just a lot of driving. But, um, yeah, definitely a nice little side trip there. And that was pretty much it for that. More on the lake later. But, folks, we got to stop and talk about one thing. What is up with the Stanley mugs? Someone's got to tell me why are they so trendy? Why are they so – like, basically, are they like the new hydro flasks? Like, I'm seeing these – I think it was like earlier this month, I saw them, or some post from like Complex or something. These mugs are going for $300 on StockX now, almost. That's crazy. Like, you're telling me, like, obviously, look, I get it. You could say the same thing about shoes. You could say the same thing about clothes. Why do you spend $200, $300 on a pair of shoes, $300 on a shirt, hoodie, whatever. And that's a valid argument. But those are things that, like, you can actually, like, you know it's 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 from a brand, right? Like, it, you know, if I bought an off-white shirt, right? If I bought an off-white shirt, you would know it's an off-white shirt because it says off-white on it. Um, but if you buy a Stanley mug that, that's a Starbucks collaboration or a Target collaboration, how would you know? Unless you're looking really closely. It's just a mug. Like, I, I just feel like the, the commodification of, of these just simple things like mugs is crazy. It's just a, it's just a regular brand just getting a bunch of hype over really nothing, and if I, you know I, I get it like have a have a mug or even buy them at, at retail value for forty five dollars that's great that's totally fine because I was like researching and I'm like huh like how do they really what are they really priced at are they really that expensive out of the box or is it just like these collaborations that are like I'm like let's look it up right now Stanley Cup Stock X I'm very interested to see pricing now so. The Target exclusives, $259 for a mug, folks. Oh, that's a, oh, the, no, the Starbucks Target exclusive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Then the Target Valentine's Day exclusive one is $92, $260, I mean, like, holy crap. That's fucked up, man. Stanley Flamingo Quencher, 40 ounces. That's, I, I, I don't know why you would spend $45 on a mug. I just don't, you know, but hey, you can spend your money how you want. I just think that's kind of crazy. Um, I have a water bottle that I've had for three years and it just works great. I can use it for water and obviously the things are probably indestructible. That's great. That's awesome. But like, you know, I'm not like, you know, I don't need to be. And also the straw. Why are we drinking things with a fucking straw? Just man up, woman up, they them up, and, and just drink that shit out of the mouth of it. Not with a straw. It looks, it looks like a sippy cup. It's a, it's a sippy cup for adults. I'm leaving it at that. Stanley mugs are sippy cups for adults. That's all I gotta say. I believe in 
Target pink Stanley supremacy. Okay, you got it. Um, so I guess I gotta. I guess that's kind of what I gotta start doing here is doing some market research and see who's drinking out of them. You know, ask around. Why are these so big? Why are these whatever? And um, you know, maybe. Hey, shit! For my newscasting and producing class, why don't we talk about Stanley Cups? That would be brilliant. That would that would truly be something to write a story on. Why are Stanley Cups so big? Um, that, that, I think that'd be a good story. Keep that in my brain. Okay, so moving on now. Obviously, back in July, I was talking about the Barbenheimer, Barbie Oppenheimer. I didn't see Barbie till late, but guess what I just saw recently was Oppenheimer. And folks, holy crap, that movie defied my expectations. Obviously, I'm a Chris Nolan fan. I enjoy his work. But, you know, obviously some of the films are slow. Some of the films aren't as good as the other ones, and that's okay. But I was expecting Oppenheimer to be like this crazy, super slow biopic. That's It's like, really, like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on in the movie, to be honest with you. Obviously, the plot made sense, but just most of the time, I was just so engrossed in the world around me uh, to the point where it was just like, wow, like this is just like so well done. It's just, a, I, I would honestly argue it's his... I wouldn't say like it's his like his I don't want to say objectively best, but I think it's his most complete film. It's his most like well done film. Obviously, The Dark Knight is probably my favorite or Inception, but I think this is I can admit that this is probably his best film. Like he got everybody and their grandmother to be in it. That's been well documented by now. But you know, even just like just the fact that he got this many people and they all just came in and did great. It was just awesome to see. It was well shot. The score was great from Ludwig Goransson. Goransson. I don't know how you pronounce his name, but I know he's worked with like Childish Gambino and stuff. So he's, he's a big guy. It wasn't Hans Zimmer. It was Ludwig Goransson. He's great. Um, and yeah, so Oppenheimer, I think it's a little bit better than Barbie. And no, it's not because I'm a man, guys. Not because I'm a man. I just think both do a great job creating a world. And they do a great job. I, mean, I think Barbie, obviously, you can hear my... What episode is that? If you want to hear my uh, a, a more official review on Barbie, uh, you can go to... It is... Uh, I think it's in October at some point. Yes, uh, episode 50, Visiting China. I talk about Barbie... Uh, in that episode. So if you want to hear more of a complete uh, analysis on that, go check it out. So I watched that. But then, folks, now the biggest movie of the end of 2023 was Saltburn. Came out in November, and you know, it started, like, people started talking about it. You know, I, you know, I was on Hinge and, and Tinder for a little bit, and people would just be like, oh, go, have you seen Saltburn? Oh, I, I, my favorite song right now is Murder on the Dance Floor. And I'm like, okay. Uh, like, is it good? Like, you know, should I watch it with my family? And they're like, no, don't watch it with your family. Um, fair play to my dad, though. He actually was <laughs> interested in watching it, uh, and he's not one of the people who probably would target uh, be the target demographic for that movie. But, um, yes, I did watch Saltburn. And look, I, I don't want to say it's, like, the best movie ever. I don't want to say it's the worst movie ever. I just think it was fine. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of movies that use, like, you know, kind of twisted and, and fucked up things. Like, that's fine. Like, it didn't, nothing disgusted me in there. I wasn't like, like, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, like, I can't watch this. This is basically gay porn. Oh my God. You know, you know what I mean? It's just like, 
I just kind of felt like the shock value in that movie was kind of just to move the plot along. It didn't really serve much of a purpose other than to just be like, oh my god, um, this happened. It, it, you know, one of my YouTube buddies, uh, where you at, Aiden, who runs uh, this channel called Dappy, he's really cool. I think his review was pretty interesting because he talked about like, it's basically just like, I gotta read his review because I really liked it actually. Um, and he gave it a little bit more of a negative review than, than I did, but... Um, I do want to talk about it on this this show here because I was I was quite impressed with his his prose. This feels like the second coming of Joker 2019, dazzling people who had never watched anything besides superhero movies before. Among a younger audience so familiarized with bite-sized entertainment and quick attention-grabbing dopamine injections, Salt Ma- Salt Burn feels like it was made in a lab to perfectly capitalize on the market. And I totally agree with this. Because, like, okay, and maybe spoilers here, so if you don't want to hear it, whatever, keep scrolling a little bit. But if you, most of you guys seen this price in the movie. Like, why, why do you have to show, like, Barry Keegan, Keogen, Keegan, I don't know how you pronounce his last name. But how do you, like, why do you need to show him, like, sip and come out of a bathtub? Really, like, what is the point of that? Other than to show he's, like, obsessed. Sure, point point well taken. But like, you could have done that in so many other ways, other than like, oh, let's let's have him drink. It's like, bro, somebody's OnlyFans definitely got leaked during the making of this. I'm just like, damn, man. But I, did, I mean, his point is well taken here. It's just like, oh, it's because the story is pretty basic. There's not really a lot going on, but it keeps you kind of hooked with this, like, you know, the come in the bathwater scene or the the period sex scene or even the. The, 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 the most over-the-top one, he, he's grinding on a fucking grave. Like, Jesus, man. Like, I, I don't want to say I'm against it. It just feels like it's there for the wrong reason. Um, let's go on this. So, for Capitalism, I'm market flashy, quirky, and totally surface level. I'm not saying there's nothing I liked about this film. Uh, however, all this film's strengths are entirely aesthetic feats, which is true. This movie has nothing, absolutely nothing to actually say. No message for the audience to leave with. I think, you know, I think it's, I think this is all, it's, it's really something I, I resonate with because like, again, it's a very simple story. There's not really anything that's driving it along other than these like gross things. It's like, you're just kind of like on the edge of your seat because you don't know when that next scene is going to come. Um, and also just, just the ending itself. Like, I feel like it just felt so rushed. Like, they didn't know how to end it because they were kind of like, well, we've kind of thought of all the fucked up things we can. We've killed off Jacob Elordi's character. So what do we do now? Right? Because I feel like without him in that movie, it just kind of felt like it was pointless. Like, it would have made more sense if if, if he was killed in the final act. Um you know, other than like, oh, we magically died at the end of the second, and now the third act is basically like Gen Z, David Lynch, kind of, oh my god, what the fuck's going on here, uh, and, and all that. And also, the, the ending itself, just the way they wrapped it up, felt like a usual suspects-type ending, like, oh my god, you missed this sign here, you missed that sign there. But it's just like, it just tells you what was actually happening. It just feels like it, it felt like it was smarter than you, and I don't like when movies do that. Um... And then fucking dancing naked to murder on the dance floor. What is the point of that scene? You could have shown him, like, I don't know, like, just, 
You could have just shown him, like, walking out of the mansion or just, like, have an ambulance drive off with the mom, right? And him just, like, going in and celebrating. You don't have to have him dancing on screen for, 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 for two minutes. It's just, it just feels like it's overkill at that point. Even if you did, like, a 10-second scene, that would have been fine. But two minutes of that, almost, feels like too much. It's very self-indulgent. I didn't like it. I'd give it three stars out of five. I feel like I'm being too critical, but really, it's just... It's not like it's doing that much. It's a very aesthetically pleasing movie, but as my guy Aiden said, it's very much made for a generation that's built on context. That really is like... Or content, excuse me. You know, they want to see all these aesthetic things. They want to hear this... this nostalgic music obviously time to pretend is a great song appreciated the needle drop of that but regardless it just felt kind of directionless at times well done movie technically but uh, cinematically i didn't really love it as much as other people did um if you want to watch something that's fucked up go watch some ari aster shit man go watch his like his thesis when he was at afi you know that's a fucked up one or or watch hereditary or watch midsummer or watch funny games by michael haneke i mean shit you could find like Movies that are fucked up, but they don't, like, they, they do it in a different way that's just, like, it actually, it just makes your skin want to crawl. Like, this is just shock value. That's just my opinion, though. If you liked it, cool. If not, all right. Fair enough. So, we'll move on from that. It was a really long rant uh, there. Um, a little too long, honestly. So, we'll, we'll quickly wrap up with a few other things. Job search, obviously, that's why I changed uh, the art uh, of this show because I don't want people to think that, oh, he's, he's, he's the guy with the, the penis artwork. And then I'm kind of like, is, did I get the job? Did I not get the job because, like, my podcast had a penis artwork on it? And they're like, that's exactly right. I'm like, fuck. So, again, I just do want to shout out uh, a bucket of Jake, Jake Joseph, old YouTube friend of mine as well, who designed the logo. It looks awesome. Obviously, I will keep the little poster up in the background because, you know, it's part of my roots and part, part of what made the podcast the podcast. But... Um, I really like the logo. It came out cool. I kind of told him about a month ago. I'm like, hey, I want to redesign the logo. Would you be interested in doing something? Um, and he's like, yeah. And I'll, I'll give credit to Luke On Demand. My other YouTube buddy, Luke said, oh, reach out to Jake and maybe he'll design a logo for you. And he did. So um, just thankful to all those people that I've met from YouTube and have really inspired me to just, you know, just just stay in touch and, and just keep making stuff and, and whatever, even in a lower capacity. Um but yeah, the job search is going on. I've talked to a few stations. A couple of them are interested. A couple of them have... I've applied... I mean, obviously, it's interesting because, you know, you see your demo reel views go up, but, like, no emails or, or whatever, so... But it's nice to know. I mean, obviously, stations are interested and you're making progress, but it's hard because, again, like, my parents want to, like, do this big vacation and, you know, we got to... I'm not complaining about vacations either. I don't want to, like, say, like, oh, my life sucks. I'm going to go on vacation. Not at all. Like, I'm very thankful. Like, hey, my parents just booked a a two-week trip to Spain. Like, am I really going to be like, oh, this sucks? No, I mean, absolutely. I'm going to love it and enjoy it and appreciate it. But it's like, I don't, like, I feel like I don't need that, though. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's just like the last time my family's going to get to see each other for a while. But, like, we could just not do that or do something that we don't have to make it so, like, grandiose and, like, oh, my God, look what we're doing. Oh, we're having such a great time. Like, I just don't really feel, like, I just don't need all that, you know? Like, I'm just fine. Like, my parents are like, oh, what do you want to do for your grad party? We're going to do something big because you didn't have one for high school. Like, who the fuck am I going to invite to my fucking grad party? Nobody's going to, like, fly to fucking Cleveland or, or, or New York, wherever the fuck we're doing ours. And my guess is it's probably just going to be all my family. It's going to be no friends. I don't even fucking know, to be honest with you. And it's so far away that it doesn't matter. But 
you know, the, the job search is hard and it's made harder because like, you know, if I want to like start a job earlier, I really can't because like, oh, we're going away in the first week of June. Cause I could say I could start June 1st, but you know, I, I couldn't because we're, we're going out of town. So anyways, job search is going well. Obviously I'm just stressed cause like I haven't heard anything from anyone that's like, oh, we, we really want you to like, there's been one station that's really kind of serious about me and that's cool and all, but like at the same time, you know, I just, I'm tired of like the waiting and like the, we rejected your application or, oh, you know, we filled this position already. Um, because it's like, I don't want to be that kid that's like, you know, scrambling at the last minute because two years ago, keep in mind, you know, I had to like find my, my first apartment. I had to like get an internship. I had to like schedule all these things for myself and I don't want to be doing those things in, in March and April when I should be like enjoying myself. So I'm trying to get all this shit done now so that I can like, you know, focus on things that make me happy when it actually matters. Oh, and also not to have parents and everybody else breathing down my neck and telling me or asking me what I'm doing. So, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm happy so far. Things are going well and, uh, just excited to keep it going and, and see who I hear back from. Last thing here, obviously guys, it's really fucking cold outside. Stay warm. Um, on Saturday, or I, when I got back, it was, or Friday I got back, it was snowing, but it wasn't cold. Saturday, I was brave. I went out and got my groceries and whatever, and it was like cold, but it wasn't deathly cold. Sunday morning, negative seven degrees. I go to the gym, and I walk almost a half mile to my friend's house in the freezing fucking cold to watch football. Would not recommend it. And their apartment was fucking cold. They had no heat. Um, so just stay warm. Obviously in Chicago, we're getting out of it now, but this is like all a byproduct of this nor'easter that's been happening over the last two weeks. Um, so of course, like the whole, like Northeast got hit with snow, but you know, I went back up to the lake because I went to a Sabres game. So now folks, I've hit all four major sports in my lifetime, which is awesome. I'm so excited for that. Um, and yeah, it was, you know, we lost, but it was still fun to be there. You know, my dad and I were like seven rows off the ice. You know, we're so close. You can hear all the hits, see the pucks coming over. And it was just cool. It, it was a great time. And I definitely want to go back to another game. But of course, while we're up there, of course, um, we picked a bad week to go because, you know, the rest of the Nor'easter was moving its way up. So we got like 50 mile an hour winds, trees were down, power was out. And holy shit, like that's not what you want to have to deal with. Um in January when you've got a bunch of other shit to do and you're just there for a couple days. So, um, yeah, that was crazy. Um, and then of course coming back, the drive home was probably one of the most white knuckle drives ever. I talked about it last week. Like that two and a half hour drive felt like five. Like I was like so nervous. I couldn't see shit. I couldn't like had my heat up all the way. Windshield was not like completely clear, just a terrible drive. And you know, I get, I just get anxious when I drive sometimes because it's like a lot to handle. You know, it's overstimulating. It's, it's, it's all these other things that, you know, you don't want it to be. And yeah, so the weather's been crazy, but it looks like it's going to start warming up and hopefully things start to look up. You know, I, I wasn't like, you know, my break was just kind of like, eh, like, don't get me wrong. I had a lot of great experiences and I want to say how thankful I am for them. But at the same time, you know, it's like, I didn't really like because the point is like, you know, I'm not going to see my friends really again for a while. So it's like, I didn't really get to see them at all. And they all left early, right? Like I was kind of trapped at home until the last possible minute. And I didn't really have a choice of like, when I left, it was like, you're leaving this day and that's gonna be great because I could have come back a week earlier and started to work, right? I mean, I missed two really big home games that would have been awesome to cover, but you know, it's, 
it's whatever, man. You know, I'm done complaining. I'm done arguing. I'm back. I have control over my life now. It's great how that works. Um, so I'm just really happy uh, with how things are going right now. Like I mentally, I just feel better. Um, and I'm just, yeah, ready for this semester to kind of just fly by and um, a lot of the things to come hopefully are better than what has been going on. So uh, that is going to wrap up this episode, guys. I know I did a lot of talking, but thank you for checking this episode out. Keep in mind, all episodes are out Fridays, um, 10 a.m. Central, 11 Eastern, 8 Pacific. And uh, connect with me on any of those links and um, send me some feedback if you got any. Until next week, guys, we'll see you with a brand new episode of the Down Baz Power Hour. Bada boom boom.